Hi, this is Jody Howe, and it's day 19. Welcome to the Air That I Breathe podcast. My name is Jody Howe, and I'm just so grateful to have you here. So, are you longing for a peaceful mind? Do you struggle with anxiety, or do you just want to learn how to navigate through the mental storms of life? God has laid it on my heart to start this podcast so I can share with you how He has worked in my life. You see, He's taken my secular breath away and has taught me to inhale this peace and hope. And I want that for you too. In this podcast, I plan to share with you some tried and true methods of coping, offering daily and nightly devotionals, and of course, prayer, so you too can breathe a new air. So it's day 19, and my tip of the day, accept what you are capable of and learn how to work around it. God tells us in 2 Timothy 1.7, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but gives us the spirit of power, love, and sound mind. I'm getting very close to the end of this series. And in case you're wondering, this series was based on a book that I wrote about three or four years ago that has not been published. So if there's any publishers listening, please reach out to me through my website, jodyhow.com. But a good, good friend of mine who is also a fellow podcaster, Misty Phillip, she had mentioned while I was feeling led to podcast about the content that I could start out with would be my book. and. I didn't think it was so great of an idea until she showed me that other people have done it and that it works well and it helps and that it's effective. So I've done it. And my book is called Peace in the Mental Storms, a 22-day devotional on how to gain God's love and peace. That's not necessarily the official title, but that's kind of what I've gone with. But it's 22 days of what I've given you in this podcast. Tried and true tips, scripture, testimonies, and meeting you where you are and encouraging a relationship with Jesus. And I only have three more days to go. But for the end of this season, which is the holiday season and this very trying year, 2020, I'm going to give you day 19. And then next week, we'll have a fun Christmas bonus episode. I'll finish the last three days, day 20, 21, and 22, and then it's a new season. And I'm still praying about what that's going to entail. I always welcome insight. So if anyone feels there's more that they need to hear regarding mental storms and life and challenges and all of what that entails, along with walking in a relationship with Jesus, please feel free to private message me on a social media platform or reach me through my website. You can send me emails at any time. So with day 19, I love this particular conversation because it really does help you to understand that with anxiety, you have to recognize what you are capable of doing. Here's what I'm talking about. Here are a few things that I don't like. Number one, I'm not a morning person. Number two, I don't like to fly. Number three, I fear dying. 
hard to think I function, right? (laughs) But because of the skills that I have developed from understanding and accepting anxiety as my personal cross to bear, I know what I need to do to ease my way into the day and around these particular bullet points, especially so I make sure that I don't develop anxiety. For instance, the morning person. I sometimes have to wake up earlier than necessary to allow me that much needed time to wake up naturally, coffee included, of course. In other words, if I have to be somewhere at 8 a.m., like if on my church's worship team, sometimes we have early morning calls. I make sure that I wake up even more earlier because I know that I am not a morning person. And so waking up quickly, rushing to get ready and rushing out the door, it actually causes anxiety. So instead, if I have to eliminate a few hours of sleep, which I always make up for later in the day anyway, (laughs) it's worth it for me to get up and naturally wake up, have my coffee, have some devotional time, and then get going. It just really, really helps. And I also have a severe fear of flying. Look, I know all the facts and the statistics. I just don't enjoy the ride. And I need medication to fly. I also need mental preparation, meditation, music, and definitely a window seat. (laughs) And when those aren't available, I'm not so happy, but I've worked around it. I mean, it's weird, but I just like to look out the window and remain still in Jesus. I worship in my head with music. And the sad thing is, is if I can drive somewhere and it's possible, I will. But otherwise, if I have to fly, I just, I need to prepare. And that's okay. And dying. Well, that is a main fear of people who suffer from anxiety. I mean, I take good care of myself. I get regular checkups. I eat well. I exercise. I honor and respect the vessel that God gave me. I avoid situations that are risky And really, my thrills lie in fellowship, ministry, time with friends, family, and shopping. (laughs) You know, and I'm grateful for the book of Revelation and trust where I am going. And I highly, highly recommend you do a study on Revelation. So many people I talk to tell me they are afraid of that book in the Bible. And I can honestly tell you, when I started to study it, it actually gave me peace. Because even though I'm not a fan of dying, I think God is still not finished with me yet. I still understand that it's a fear alongside of anxiety. But if you are a believer and you get to know God's purpose for our life here on earth and the eternal life, and knowing that we're not of this world, we're only in it for a short time and There's more to do up in heaven. And with that is a paradise of all perfection. And I don't know about you, but I don't see that on this earth. (laughs) But I'm human. You're human. We have families. We we have a purpose. So death may not be an option in our hearts. But we have to trust in God with that one. So I want you to always recognize this. You have to own that you have anxiety. And sometimes you can't do it all or avoid it all. But I, I try to embrace my fears with my armor of faith. And I know that anxiety can lurk. 
and I work hard to work through it. And with that, I am at peace. And just remember, acceptance doesn't mean resignation. It means understanding that something is what it is and that there's got to be a way through it. And that quote is from Michael J. Fox. Let's pray. Dear Father, you are my way through anxiety, and I am learning to accept this cross to bear. So please just continue to teach me more so wisdom prevails and healing continues. Jesus accepted his cross and all the glory that that has brought the world. In comparison, although there really is no comparison, I can certainly learn to work through this. Thank you for your continued healing, and I give you this in Jesus' beautiful name. Amen. So it's night 19, and by tip of the night, protect your schedule. God tells us in Matthew eleven twenty eight, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. I chose this as a night conversation because a lot of us go to bed just stressing about our schedule for the next day or for the week ahead. And I want you to reconsider how you really need to protect your calendar, your schedule, your yeses, and encourage more no's if you know it's going to help with lessening your anxiety. Respect that you need downtime and rest. I know it seems so obvious. Rest is taken for granted. And I'm not just talking about sleeping seven to nine hours a night. Resting your mind and spirit is necessary too. I'm suggesting saying no more often to events, meetings, a busy social life that bogs you down. Avoid jam-packing your schedule because you are fearful of letting others down. Look, if they respect you, they should respect your need for rest. It's essential you give your mind, body, and spirit some downtime. I understand that there are some jobs, there's careers that do not allow a lot of this. But I guarantee if you begin to honor your schedule more by prioritizing better, you can find some hidden time to rest and replenish. And this may entail less social time with friends and family. Look, you are ineffective towards giving this life, this gift from God, your all, if you are constantly giving you to others. And additionally, you are prone to more anxiety if you do not honor rest. Even God set the example of this very necessary part of life. He tells us this in Genesis 2, verse 2 and 3. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all of this work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. I mean, if he can do it, why can't we? And by the way, the seventh day is a seventh day. That means that if you work Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, maybe Saturday is your Sabbath. But if you work Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe Thursday is your Sabbath. I can tell you that a lot of men and women who are in ministry and work their churches on Sunday, their Sabbath day is Monday. So I know that there's that whole Old Testament Sabbath day is Saturday. That is a Jewish tradition. But according to God, it's the seventh day. And that can be any day you make it in the week. And I so strongly encourage 
that you start to recognize that not only do you need a Sabbath day, you may need minutes and hours in every day. Because for me, my pecking order of life is Jesus, my husband, my children, my personal responsibilities in my home, and then it stems from there. And yeah, you heard me correctly. My husband came before my children. That's a hard one for some to understand. But if your marriage is not in sync, everything else falls wayside. And that is something that I've learned the hard way. So acknowledge your anxiety, own it, and recognize that there are so many things you can do to make it better. Let's pray. Father God, you showed us the importance of rest by setting the example that hard work needs its downtime. The seventh day, the Sabbath, is a commandment that I need to learn to follow. Moreover, I need your help in giving me rest in my mind and my every day. And I lift all of this up in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So friends, look forward to next week's Christmas special. I'm so excited. I'm still trying to find music and I will find it. But I appreciate you. I hope you are doing the best you can to enjoy this holiday season. I know it's hard on a lot of us that we can't be with our friends and families. But I really believe that there has been tremendous blessings throughout this year. And I really hope you've looked at them and you've seen them and you've recognized them and you've thanked God for them. This is a hard time, but in God, all things are possible. And most especially, he can work anything out for good. Have a great week. I'll see you next time. Bye.